Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. We have a very special guest today. Very. She is near and dear to our hearts, and she is near and dear to us here at WLOS because she's (laughs) actually here in person. Where where are you going? Um, Um, It was so nice to have a guest in 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 the flesh. Um, It's the one, the only, Stephanie Sanastasi. So Stephanie um, is our um, on our morning team here. She works with Katie all the time, um, every day. I'm a little jealous. You guys get to work together. Yeah, every day. she's fun. I love working um, with stuff. So she does the live desk, and she also fills in anchoring with Katie and or Jay often. So um, if you live in Western North Carolina, you have seen her her face. You know she is pregnant, so she is about to pop. Um, so she is a anchor mom to be. I like it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she, of course, got pregnant during COVID, um, and so has had to do a lot of this um, during pandemic times, which is tough. Um, but, and she, um, yeah, she, we had a great conversation with her about becoming a mom during the pandemic and being a, a soon-to-be anchor mom and just juggling all of the news, news, soon-to-be mom things yeah. that come with it. Okay. So listen in. And Stephanie's joining us. Thanks so much for being here. You guys, I have to tell everyone that Stephanie and I have a secret connection. We what? do. Well, it's yeah. not like secret. What? But, I mean, um, it's public. That's this it, is weird. People can know about it. Now it's oh. going to be public since we're announcing it on the podcast. Okay. So before Stephanie even started at WLOS, she had called me because uh-huh. she worked at the station that I had worked out long ago in Chattanooga. I feel like I remember this yeah. story. So yeah. So we had like a secret little um, connection there and knew some of the same people. Worked with a lot of the same people. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, over in Chattanooga, which is a sister station of where we are now at WLOS. And uh, yeah, so we kind of go way back. Yeah, we do. I remember when I uh, applied for the job, I was talking to one of my managers there, and she's like, hey, here's someone's number. Talk to her. See what's up. Called you in. And here we are. Here we are, three years later. I felt like at the time, I was like, this old geezer. Like, you're like, they're like, (laughs) call Karen. She's been around a minute. And it's like, Young Stephanie, like no kids. Were you even married yet? I don't even know if you no, were married yet. No, we were yeah. engaged, about to be married in a few months. So. Yeah, yeah. You were just like this young reporter and it's like, like a young pop. Call, call the grandma of the news station over at WLS <laughs> no, Karen. It was and, like, call legend Karen Zakalak. Uh, she will have all the answers that you need. Um, I don't know about that. But anyway, <laughs> so it has been a pleasure to um, work with you over the past couple of years and also to see you get married and now... Have a baby. It's so very how does, it, how does it feel to be to almost be an anchor mom? <sighs> Gosh, I don't know. It's I'm nervous. One, the big thing is that I'm nervous, but now I'm getting excited because now it's like you know yeah. a few weeks left. I'm like, let's just 
get this thing over with. <laughs> yeah, let's just do yeah. that. Yeah. So one of our favorite stories about Stephanie, Katie, um, tell about when she told us why she decided that she needed to have a baby. I knew that you guys were going to oh, bring this wait, up. Oh, wait, do I, is this the, when did she know? Do I know it? What? Remember she told us about why she and Luke were getting a little, you know, bored at home. It was pandemic days. No, <laughs> You we talked about this. Like, we had a baby shower here at work, and we talked about it. I'll I'll tell the story then. Since yeah, tell ready. me. Yeah, sorry. So, Stephanie said, and I remember you had told me this before, um, my husband and I. But anyway, so she was saying, how they, you know, it's the pandemic. There's not really a lot going on, right? Everybody's oh. locked in." And she said, "Yeah, we're kind of like, what do you do after work? Like, we don't have any kids. Like, you know, it's a pandemic." So they started discussing whether they should like drive for like DoorDash. Oh, and that was like the and impetus. Then, and you're like, they were wait, like, wait, like, stop. Well, I guess stop. we should like not be yes. not be Uber Eats drivers yes. and maybe have a kid. It's, like maybe we should procreate because we do. got nothing else yes. going on. This is this was a very hard decision. Mm-hmm. Um, in your house, I. I think you made the right one, but only time will tell stuff. I mean, you guys act like we're like professional DoorDash drivers. This was <laughs> this was a very limited time in our life. Yeah. This is about two months. Uh-huh. Luke was the primary driver. Uh-huh. I was the primary. Uh, <laughs> I love I, that like you're you were getting the stuff. Like, no, I never oh. even went in. I just sat in the car. I gave directions and I controlled the music. And you know what? <laughs> we just moved into a new house. It paid off some Did furniture. You some money? Oh yeah. But right, weren't you like doing the DoorDash thing, and then you're like. Mm, should like have a baby like what are we gonna yeah. be door no, we for were, the rest of our lives we were like man this pandemic is boring we need something to cheer us up <laughs> i'll tell you what enticed me is that my 18 year old sister at the time she's like yeah i made like two thousand bucks in one or in like two weeks <laughs> and we're like we're in <laughs> DoorDash, here we come right and i see the reason you had to stay inside the car because you thought it would be weird if people saw their local news reporter like right, like dropping off food. groceries here's your pizza yeah so yeah. instead you uh ultimately decided to get pregnant and right. <laughs> are how far along you're like what 36 weeks or something yeah I mean like basically there basically there you're ready to pop. four weeks and you're having a baby girl yes very excited about that yeah mm-hmm. we did love you, girls did yeah. you secretly want a girl or want a boy or n- I, didn't care I mean if I'm being honest I wanted a girl yeah and, and okay. Luke wanted a girl too well you can only be yeah. honest about that when you're actually having the sex in which right you want right like you couldn't say honestly I really wanted a boy right you know what I'm saying so well and what I did the entire time I <laughs> I would just tell everyone yeah I think it's a boy I think it's a boy because I wanted to convince myself in my head that it was a boy right, so, so that, that I wouldn't be disappointed for psychology yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I totally get that and I do remember so Steph works mornings with me and actually we anchor next to one another quite frequently because mm-hmm. you're the fill-in for myself and for my co-anchor so I would say like Two out of a five day week, you're right. <laughs> you're you're anchoring, um, but you do what we call the live desk here. Um, so you're sort of in house, and you what you report on some national important breaking stories. News. Yeah, mm-hmm. breaking news. Um, but I I remember when you moved to this shift, people were like, "Are you like why are you sure you want to do?" this this Mornings. shift yeah. yeah and you were like this is where all the people with babies go and, uh, no, yeah. yes. and I literally told our boss that I yeah. said is it possible I said I don't think it's possible for me to have a child and work on a different shift so <laughs> look where the moms are so yeah, just well, put me there you're actually in the position that I started here yeah. in when yeah. I was had two kids at the time and then three you're right everybody on the morning show has a baby has a baby and is then Lauren true? was in that same position yeah <laughs> yes, she got pregnant she got so pregnant again basically don't take that position unless you plan on unless having you a plan child. On getting pregnant yeah <laughs> well yeah. it worked for you and we're and glad you're here because lots of viewers here in western North Carolina have made 
several requests that we finally get that Stephanie Sanastasi here on the Anchor Mom. So, listeners, you're welcome. So this, it's really not Karen Zakalak, the legend. It's Stephanie Sanastasi, the legend. Right. Who's, like, had to come on the podcast because she was so heavily And requested. we basically begged you. We were like, please, please. Please come on. Happy please. to do it. And please. Even, and, you know, I, you're not, I mean, to be honest, you're not really an Anchor Mom yet, but we're letting you slip uh, in. No, this is my initiation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You feel good about it? Great. Okay, good. <laughs> so we have a couple of questions that we ask all our guests. Um, so we're let's let's just get right to it. And you were one of the first guests who actually you saw. Look, you just pulled out notes. Sorry. <laughs> look at I was this, just going to say you were one of the few guests this so is far. Ad lib. Yeah, Stephanie. that have gotten a heads up. So uh, this is also you're welcome. All right. So if you weren't in TV news, Steph, according to your notes, what would you be doing instead? I was just looking at them as a it's reference. It's okay. It's okay. Enough. It's like a script. She needs <laughs> so, a script. There's, yeah. there's Prompter. Two. Get out the prompter. Yeah. yeah. So there's two things I'd probably do. Okay. One, I would want to be. <laughs> Not DoorDash. No. <laughs> That's like a close third. Um, the first is I would want to be like a college cheer coach at like a big SEC oh. school or something like that. I cheered in high school and grade school. I never cheered in college, but I, my mom was a cheer coach for like years. Yeah. Mm. My sister's a current college cheerleader. And so. We it's just grew up blood. around cheer, and that would be super fun. So do you think your daughter is going to be a cheerleader? <laughs> are you into this? You are. So, yeah, I, I mean, this isn't, like, a choice. So, like, um, I'll say this without the words that were actually used, but when we told my brother that we were having a girl, my brother's like, not another blank <laughs> cheerleader <laughs> in this family. I don't think I can do you it. You were like, yep, yeah, and we I'm got like, one. sorry, yeah, yeah it's, it's happening. happening. Yeah. Well, and you could, like, semi-have that dream come true because you could be her cheer coach. Right, right. So we'll yeah. see what happens. It can yeah. happen. But okay. I do have a close second. Hang on, let me. This okay. is okay. also a good. Okay. My second dream job would be to be a game show host. What? Like oh. big like, Family Feud fan. I know we talked about this the other yeah. day. Oh, yeah, like, like, uh, good, answer. Good, <laughs> answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so um, I love it. I think you'd be great at that. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one thing I really like about Stephanie. She's she's a very good laugher. Like you oh. have a good laugh and you laugh a lot, and you which have I love to that. you have to have a lot of fake laugh to be a game show. Yeah, so I like think host, you nail like it. you have to like be able to laugh at basically whatever. Because you have to encourage them. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I mean, and I mean, act like they're great. funny, okay. and just like just act like. Well, they're now funny. we know yeah. that if you ever leave news, you've got like some great opportunities. Right. Ahead. All right. So that being said, what are you currently obsessed with? You know, and this kind of goes hand this in hand hard. with the first thing I just said. So oh, okay. I was telling you about this. Oh, we got the Paramount Plus app. Yes. And the Paramount Plus app has a variety of shows on it. I originally got it because, A, I've become obsessed with Survivor, so I wanted to watch <laughs> literally every I season. I love Survivor, but that's so not I'm what, on board. But that's yeah. not my current obsession. The current okay. one that I'm currently binging is Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders Making the Team. This is so oh, random. It is, okay. It's very random. Um, I have watched a couple of episodes, though, and it does oh, sort really? of suck you in. Not in, I'll be, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but it's been a, oh, it's been a while. A no. couple of years. Yeah. Has, are there new episodes out? I don't know. The last season I yeah. watched was it said it was like from 2018. Okay, so, so I, I, I don't know, but yeah. I just but you love it. Drama. Okay. But you're obsessed. I'm yes. like I can't believe they say some of that stuff. Like they'll be like, we can't take her because she's fat. I'm like, are you allowed to <gasps> say this? Is this real? Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, obsession. I ha- yeah. Has it, have has Karen ever told you about what she thinks about cheerleaders? No, and I'm certainly not going to on this podcast right now. <laughs> we've, had, we've, had a, we've had a conversation about cheerleaders. I kept waiting that, for you to bring it up. Was that on the podcast or just not on the podcast? No, that was definitely on the podcast. Okay. Um, I, you know, I was thinking about this because I know you both 
What you think bo- we don't like cheerleaders? No, but both. Of, but since I had both answers as cheerleaders, I was like, God, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be judged. Two no, cheerleader no, answers. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I, I wish I had the coordination to be a cheerleader. Yes. I mean, I'll just, just be real with you. And I will say, I've come around a lot on cheerleaders. You have, because I feel and like school, Ingrid and I came I was down pretty, hard on you. I was pretty yeah. anti cheerleader in high school. I, my friends oh. would tell you, you could uh, anti. You know, yeah, I was like. I play real sports, oh. you know, Ooh. like that type oh. of thing. Let me, but sit. I've come around a lot, and they're very, they're very talented. Yeah. And you know, when you think about like the gymnastics involved and the flexibility and all of that, like I have a lot of respect for backpedaling. See, I, I mean, no, yeah, no, no, no. But I will say this: I love you. So. In, in addition to cheerleading, I wasn't just—I did play sports. I played softball as well, okay. and I also played in grade school soccer, basketball. I was the basketball player that. After my game, I'd run into the bathroom, change into my cheer uniform, <laughs> and then cheer at the guys' so you're, game right you're after. You're like very athletic, is yeah. what you're saying. I mean, not anymore. No, it's good. But, it's good. <laughs> well, nobody's athletic when they're nine months pregnant. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You get a pass. Yeah. Um, okay, so one more question. What is the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in TV news, or the craziest thing a viewer has said to you? Consult your notes. Okay. The craziest thing that's ever happened to me, and the fact that I'm bringing this up again only probably makes it that much Does worse. Does it have to do with then, cheerleading? Is no, it cheerleading involved? No, oh, okay. but then okay. people are going to look it up, which I'm pretty sure it's still out there. But you know what? We're going to go ahead and say it for do the it. pod. For the pod. Do it. Um, okay, so one time in the Chattanooga market, I was filming a stand-up, which is you know a pre-recorded Normal. segment uh, for my story that day. And, as, and it was in the sticks, in a rough area of town. Okay. And okay. I was on the side of the road. And I'm getting ready to record, and a dog comes up to me, which is fine. And yeah. it's just like a person's dog. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. uh-huh. doing anything. Right. And my photographer had treats, was feeding him. Oh. But then we were trying to, like, you know, he kept wanting me to pet him. Mm-hmm. And we were kept trying to get him, like, you know, like, get out of the way, buddy. Away. We got yeah. yeah. to do this. And so my photographer rolled on the whole thing um, because it was funny. Because it was, like, I was, like, three, two, one. And then the dog would just be, like, looking at me. And we'd be, like, <laughs> okay, like, we have to, like, redo this again. We can't do it. Anyway, fast forward. This took about nine takes. It was funny. At one point, I made a joke, and I said, we need to just put that dog in the car and lock it up or something like that. Like, it was a joke. Yeah. But I was, like, just get this dog away. We need to shoot this and move on. <laughs> well, anyway, the blooper reel, um, my photographer, like, shared it to a few people, and then our web manager at the time thought it was funny. Oh. And so he's, like, oh, let's put it on Facebook. Like, this is going to be great. It's going to generate so many comments. Oh, no. Well, it generated comments, Um from like PETA and so <laughs> oh no and like and then it went viral and then I got like put on like a website where Stop. people were like local reporter hates dogs oh no my gosh and Which you do not hate dogs you have the sweetest dog right now just right yeah. right yeah. and so then my friends back home were like replying <laughs> to those comments with memes like we stand with Stephanie and it was like a picture of like me with like my dog. <laughs> and so anyway, like Girl, this I'm, is like pretty epic. I won't lie. I this might be the best we've this. ever. Yeah, yeah. This is so, a good one. Anyway, if you like I'm pretty sure it's probably still out there. I hope not. But um so every year when that comes up like in like Facebook memories, my photographer is like hashtag well, never like, forget. Like, mes- yeah. like message me like here we are. Back again. <laughs> oh my gosh. My photographer was it Blaine? Brent. Brad, oh, fun. And okay, so, um, yeah, I was uh, wow. not famous. Pleased. Well, then or after I was like, was, your, was reg- the web person like, oh, sorry. No, he, he liked it because it generated oh, a bunch. Yeah, yeah. But it like, viral, so it's like right. a web person. Internally, like, I'm right. like, 
can we delete this? Can we delete this? Like, mm-hmm. I, they're like, no, I'll publicity. 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 The funny thing yeah. is, like, you literally are a dog person. Like, your dog was like in your wedding, right? <laughs> no, no, he was uh, part of. <laughs> no, did you didn't Whoa. know? You didn't know he was the flower girl. <laughs> no, well, I thought, what? no, I know what you're talking he's about. He's in the engagement photos. Yeah. When, okay. He yeah. Was in he, something. Okay. When Luke proposed to me, he was like there, so okay. he was like in a. A picture. Karen acts like we're like the person that he was like a groomsman. Yeah. (laughs) I just remember the dog being like a prominent part of your like marriage. Anyway, (laughs) bottom line is I like dogs. That was a bad part of my life, and here we are reliving it yet again. Well, I just the world knows that was a good one. Stephanie does love dogs. She loves dogs. Um, I stand with Steph. (laughs) (laughs) We stand with Steph. All right, Stephanie, talk about this first article. Yeah, so the first article here, um, it talks about basically how the pandemic has many women holding back on motherhood. Um, They did a survey of close to 1,200 women that live in New York City um, that already had children who were basically contemplating having a kid before the pandemic. But once the pandemic hit, they realized, you know, and I know you guys know this, the troubles with daycares that people were having because daycares were closing and just – the fact that you know parents were having to stay home with their multiple children so many people essentially were rethinking um if they wanted to their pre-pandemic pregnancy plans on whether or not they wanted to go forward with them or not so that survey was administered back in 2020 and they just um essentially found that you know it was causing people higher stress levels they were also worried about the money aspect of it because sure. a lot of people didn't know what their paycheck was going to look like right right um, Super so it, it's it's interesting and i feel like I don't know I just feel like a lot of people can relate to that so did you like so you got pregnant during COVID was that like a thought for you I mean were you like maybe we should wait till this is over like what was your thought process as someone thinking about motherhood during the pandemic yeah I mean I guess we didn't get pregnant in 2020 it was more so at the beginning of this year but still at COVID was raging at the beginning of 2021 that is true that is true I I guess at the time I mean those thoughts did go through our head but it was also like we've already put so much other stuff on hold like trips and things we wanted to do and yeah. all this it's just like we had to I don't know and there, was, had to to and there was that DoorDash thing right yeah. so <laughs> that was lingering over our heads Karen did you have any thoughts about the I mean you're pregnant as well um no but I I also think it's different when you already have kids yeah right? like I'd already been through the pregnancy thing like I think it's different when it's a first time mm-hmm. mom and I think that the article kind of talked about that a little bit that they did talk to some parents who already had kids but some who hadn't as well and I think you know, when you, I think back to when I was making the decision to start a family, and I think that's harder if you're making that decision because it's hard to make the decision to have your first child, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're doing that in a pandemic versus like once you got a couple, it's like, well, mm-hmm. what's one more? <laughs> yeah, just throw another um, one. I think reading this article, but also just sort of taking the temperature of my friends who are pregnant, just the state of things, I think so much of this comes down to a financial issue and a mm-hmm. child care issue. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, and if you, I mean, we all report on the news, child care is a huge mm-hmm. issue in this country. And honestly, the pandemic has only made it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, um, ratios for child care settings have gone down because of, uh, you know, COVID measures and COVID restrictions. It is so hard to find good child care. Yes. And I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about like babysitters, nannies, but even just daycares, preschools. Mm-hmm. People are on wait lists, especially here in Western North Carolina, for years. Yes. To add to that, yeah. speaking about the wait list, we went on a wait list. I think I was like 14 or 15 month, months. That would be a lot. Uh, weeks <laughs> pregnant when I we started and 
put our name on some right, of those right. first lists. And I had talked with you about it, and you were like, yeah, mm-hmm. try to as quick as you can. But And when we went there, I was like, sorry, like, it might be a little bit crazy, but we're, you know, doing that. And she was like, no, there's already people on the list ahead of you. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But you guys did find somebody. Or you found a, you found a facility, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So Good. that'll work out. Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to a friend the other day um, who has one kid, and I said, she had called, and I said, oh, I didn't, I, were you calling to tell me you're pregnant again? You know, you never know. And uh, she was like, no. She's like, I mean, the world is dying. I don't <laughs> want to bring any more children into this. <laughs> like, and it was, but it, I mean, it's. Kind yeah. of tr- you know, right? Like, I think that's a sentiment for a lot of people. Like, everything's up in the air. We've got this pandemic. Who knows when kids can get vaccinated? Who knows if my job is going to be around in two years? It is- like, there's just so much, like, question mark that, like, I don't want to bring another kid into right. this. You and know? it's definitely one of those things, if you're of the age um, and you have the resources, maybe you do wait. If you yeah. know that you have a couple of years of fertility mm-hmm. Um, you know, down the road that you think now is just maybe mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. time. Of course, you never, I mean, not to be pessimistic, but who knows what, Yeah, <laughs> who right. knows what the future is going to be. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say on the flip side of that, too, like we were just, you know, there was so many we wanted to go to Italy we wanted to do all these trips but it's like at some point how much longer can you right can right. you wait because it, it's yeah. the pandemic has been going on for so long so I don't know I think that you just bite the bullet point, yeah <laughs> you have to yeah. dive in yeah. yeah yeah um I think this is our the part where we do the Stephanie would you like to join in we harmonize Mom's the word. Look at you. Yeah, good job. Okay, so um, this one goes out to all my mom friends because I feel like you need it in your life. Ruggable. You all know this? Yes. Yes. Do you Mm -hmm. have these? Mm -hmm. I do not have one, but they look amazing. Yes. Yes. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They've, like, exploded. I just got three myself. Oh. Um, one for Brian's office, um, mm-hmm. one for our little mudroom in the basement, and one for our little entryway. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are you rug – like, we have all hardwood floors. Same. So we have rugs everywhere, area rugs everywhere, and you can spend a, a crap of ton of money mm-hmm. on rugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that being said, I feel like these are very affordable, but the key to these um, is that they come in two pieces. There is like a a rug pad and then a rug cover. And Mm -hmm. so the pad goes down, it's like a non-slip, and then you put the actual rug on top of that pad. And so the big part about this is, is you can wash it. Like you can put it in your washing machine, put it in your dryer, and then Love put it. it back out. Yeah. So it's, you know, th- to be honest with you, it's less about River in our house and more about our the pets. Yeah. yeah. We have two cats and a dog and they are, you know, they're messy and they're dirty and paw prints. And so anyway, I've been super impressive. I've had these rugs, I don't know, a couple of months, four, six months. And um, I highly recommend them now. If you're like a rug connoisseur, mm-hmm. um, I don't think they're the fanciest rugs. I don't mm-hmm. think you're not going to look at them. You're not going to walk at them and be like, oh, this rug is so plush. No, mm-hmm. it's right, not right. that sort of rug. Um, but if you have kids and you only want to spend a couple hundred bucks, highly recommend Ruggable. And I think there are some other companies that are doing these washable yeah. rugs as well. I should note that. So, you know, look around. Um, it's funny because we just bought a rug that was a little bit lighter and Gregory was like, oh, gosh, like, why are we getting, like, a yeah. whitish-based rug? Like, it's going to be black in right. days, right? And it, we put it underneath our dining room table, which is even worse because that's where, of course, yeah. all the children drop all their food. 
Um, and I was like, I don't know, should we put like a shower curtain down or no. something or get one of those masks? And oh. he was like, Karen, like what is wrong with you? And I was like, well, we got to protect the rug. Of course, we also buy cheap rugs because I'm not a fool and I know that it's going to like not last right. that long. But um, anyway, I need to do the ruggable thing. Ruggable. They have lots of different patterns and colors. And, and yeah. a, bun- a bunch of people I know have since purchased them and they too enjoy their ruggable. All right. So All right. washable rugs. Who knew? It's a great idea. Testing, testing. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. In other news, um, let's talk uh, vaccines for kids. Um, Pfizer mm-hmm. has recently announced that they are going to ask for approval uh, for the COVID-19 vaccine for kids ages 5 to 11. You know, mm-hmm. it's currently approved for children 12 and up. In fact, as you're listening to this, it's entirely possible that uh, they happened. Well, or they've already submitted their data. Mm-hmm. They're saying I think by the end of October. It's mm-hmm. the timeline is kind of in question, but soon they're saying it's soon. Um, it will, let's see, Ellery. Ellery would be eligible. And Henry. And Henry. Oh, yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. jealous of you. Yeah, I'm really excited because, you know, when I was talking to my pediatrician about this, yeah. you know, for a while, you know, we just chunked kids into like 2 through 12, right? Yeah. Because those are the ones who aren't vaccinated. And um, and he's the one who first told me like, oh, they think they're going to split it and do like 6 through 12 first. Right. And then the younger ones. And I was like, okay, well, I'll take one kid, you know. And then they lowered it to five, and I was like, woohoo! Yeah. Um, and I actually just um, talked to a doctor the other day who said, you know, with these things, like once once it gets to the FDA, like, and then the CDC, as this article talks about, it's going to be quick, yeah. hopefully. And so they're thinking, like, within the next month or two, which, which is, would be great. Yeah, yeah, huge, because this is, like, kids who are in school, right? Right. Like, five to 11, these are kids who are in kindergarten, who, you know, River's in mm-hmm. preschool. But, I mean, I just think if we can nip this in the bud mm-hmm. in these, like, school-age kids, I think that's huge we're, we're seeing here especially in western north carolina yeah. just the amount of quarantines and different mm-hmm. things um just i mean and what has school been in session now i guess we're a, a little month, over maybe? a month uh-huh. maybe yeah, two yeah. months almost yeah. and yeah i mean i think that this is going to help with a lot of what we're seeing yeah um with the quarantines and all that so um I, that brings me to our second article which is this new york times article um this is a woman who says um covid has broken parents sense of risk every decision for not yet vaccinated kids feels like an unsolvable equation and she talks about she has um i think she has three kids um she was feeling good in the summer um because ra- covid rates were down people were getting vaccinated it seemed like there were fewer breakthrough cases but now of course we've seen COVID ramp back up and she basically has decision fatigue she calls it Mm -hmm. um she's just basically numb about all of these decisions she says it's like all my old ways of considering risk levels are completely broken um and uh, this I can sort of relate to this Mm -hmm. I feel like early on Brian and I were always like calculating the risks and like thinking Mm -hmm. about it but after a while you just sort of get fatigued Mm -hmm. by it and it's like you just don't you almost like I don't even know what to think about it anymore right right um i i also feel like as this pandemic rages on what we're like 18 months a year and a half into this maybe even a little more it starts to get be like you have to weigh the risks of your you or your child getting covid compared to like the risk of just missing out on life everything yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 you know i and the i think it was probably over a definitely over a year maybe close to like a year and a quarter that none of my children went in a grocery store. Yeah. Which, you know, for me, like, and just scheduling and blah, blah, blah was tough. And I remember the point where I was like, you know what? This is going to last a long time. Like, I cannot, like, never run into a grocery store right. with, like, my oldest kid. 
Like, I, I, at some point, you just have to do it, right? And mm-hmm. I remember, for some reason, that was, like, a big thing in my head. It was like, okay, I'm going to, like, take Ella right to the grocery store. i got to run in for, like, two things. Like, hope, like hold your breath. Don't get COVID. Like, let's go. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's like you, you just get to the point where you're like, I can't just inconvenience myself so much so that, like, you know, I'm, I'm not able to get groceries or things like that because you just get to that point where – this is how we're going to have to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm already having those same thoughts, um, just bringing, you know, well, one, it's your first child, so you kind of panic about everything. But sure. two, I'm like, you know, this is five to 11, and if they do it till two years old, okay, that's still two, two years, two years, years away. where right, I'm right. like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So I, I know just I have those thoughts playing in my head, like, all the time on what is the best decision and what should we do? Yeah, yeah, well, especially with daycare. I know that's a hard decision for a lot of folks right now is, you know, what do I do with this kid? I've still got to work, but, like, you want to make sure they're safe. It's a lot. It's hard. And, you know, even my kids sometimes now, like, in the beginning, I made them wear a mask at the playground. And now I feel like if you're outside, it's okay, and we don't always wear masks. But, like, we'll get to a playground, and some of the kids have masks on, and my kids are like, wait, do we need to wear a mask? Do we I not? Know. And it's like, it's, I mean, every day it's just, like, another decision of, like, what do I do? And I know. How, you know, how safe do, do you want to be? And how it's it's really tough. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's and, exhausting. And I feel like it's the same way with you know, River did not go to preschool last year because of COVID, which is fine. She was two. Right. But this year it was like we it was a long conversation between Brian and I. Cause you know, she still has two two more years before mm-hmm. she starts kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she's like an only child. Like I feel like this girl, the risk of COVID to me at this point is actually worse than her not having any socialization um and i hope i don't come to regret that as i say that there you know sometimes you feel like well we've dodged the covid bullet because we've Mm -hmm. come this far Mm -hmm. and like you know that's not necessarily that's i have to remind myself of that Mm -hmm. sometimes like that's not necessarily we could get covid tomorrow Tomorrow. right yeah yeah Yeah. so but also there's in the underlying thought too in my head is you know for most kids they're okay Right. So like there is that like, well, like you're saying, like even if we did get COVID and the kids got COVID, like they should be okay. Right. Fortunately, we all have healthy kids. Like, you know, um, I don't know. It's tough. So, yeah, it's worth going back and reading this New York Times article because she does talk to some doctors and some Mm -hmm. psychologists and they have some tips for sort of that decision fatigue and sort Mm -hmm. of how to. One of them is just to um, make some decisions and set some boundaries beforehand. Like, for example, like, we're going to go to the playground, and if it's crowded, we're going to wear a mask or we're not going to wear a mask. What's our decision so that when you get there, you're not just, like, that, you know, you just don't let the numb Mm -hmm. feeling take over and make a decision that's not that wise, which Mm -hmm. I thought was good. And I I think the other thing, too, is, like, it's helped me that I feel like Gregory and I are on the same page with a lot of it. Yeah. And I think that helps a lot, too. When you talk about it with your spouse, have that kind of plan in place is helpful as right. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last article of the day is um, an interesting one. Mm. This is from Her View from Home, which we love. Um, it's called, I Refuse to Be a Two-Faced Friend. So this woman talks about how she had always kind of, of course, wanted to be a good friend, a true friend, and then at one point realized that she had turned into a two-faced friend, which, you know, she was texting, chatting, messaging, judging other friends you know texting with her friends about somebody else and realized all of a sudden like oh gosh i i've turned into this person who i don't want to be and she said one of the things that made her realize it was her husband saying you know if you're talking about your friends that way like how do you think they're talking about you right right. kind of that realization and another thing which uh, this was this would be hard for me to hear uh her kids saying we don't want to be a we don't want to go play with them because we know the moms are just going to sit there and gossip the whole time oh yeah so um, anyway, so she uh, talked about how she kind of realized this 
And I love this quote. She said that something clicked and she said, I shattered that two-faced mirror without a second thought and I absolutely love my reflection again. So she made that decision, that conscious decision not to text any of her friends about somebody else or do any of that two-faced stuff. Um, And she felt good about it. And the other thing that really got me at the, one of the last lines was, and I realize I want to make sure my daughter is not going to yeah. be a two-faced yeah. friend mm-hmm. either. Um, so I, I thought it was pretty powerful. And I think, you know, it's something so – it's so easy to slip into that, yeah. right? Especially when there's so much going on. You know, sometimes it's just nice to have somebody else say, yeah, that was like, can you believe she said that yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It gives you kind of some comfort and to know that you're you're not alone in thinking that other person's crazy or whatever you're talking about. Um, but I think it's important too to like that she realized that she took a step back she made that decision and obviously feels better about it now I think social media makes this Mm -hmm. so much more possible in ways that it had you know 10 years ago it didn't between Instagram and Snapchat Mm -hmm. and like even just technology like text messages Mm -hmm. and group text messages and some people being excluded and some people not Mm -hmm. I mean I, I'm sure this has been a problem for, you know, centuries, but boy, is it now. A lot easier to yeah. do it now. Yeah. When you yeah. put it into the perspective of your kid watching mm-hmm. and listening what you're actually doing, it's like, oh, maybe I. But mm-hmm. can I tell you what I thought of whenever I read that line? Yes. I was thinking about Karen and I were at the lake <clears throat> with our kids oh. and husbands. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah. yeah. A couple of weeks ago. And finally, finally, the dads were playing with the kids in the water. Mm-hmm. And Karen and I were like sitting on a raft. I'm drinking a beer. Karen's drinking one of our non-alcoholic beers. This was like a 15-minute period of time. Like the only time the, ever in our lives. The only time. And we even like acknowledged that. Like, oh, goodness, this is incredible. Karen texted me later on that night that Ella Ray was like, what did she say? Like, She said, um, gosh, I really love Brian, Katie's husband. She's like, he played with me so much in the water. He threw me up in the air. It was so fun. The dads were playing so nicely with us. They were so fun. And I just kept thinking, when are the moms going to stop talking over there? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And I was like, like, okay, sister. Like, we do everything all the time. We got, like, a little 15-minute break. We're going to, like, bring it up and, like, talk about how, like, the the dads are heroes now. Like. 15 minutes, and I I don't think we were gossiping, although we might have been gossiping, but it just reminded <laughs> we me that Ella was probably like, stuff. yeah, we were probably just, I mean, I'm going to be willing to bet we were talking about our kids, yeah. right? Because yeah, that's yeah. like probably what it was, but um, yeah, your kids are listening and your kids yeah. are watching, yeah. is the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just a good reminder for everybody. Win of the week. Oh. Win, 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 win. Do you have a win, Stephanie? Yes, I actually told you you're about having it. a baby. What? Did you have to dig deep for it? <laughs> no, yeah. I told you about it this morning. Oh, okay. So we've had the saga with the oh, cr- the, yes, the crib yes, mattress. Yes. So no. we ordered. We were waiting to order a crib mattress. We finally did because I was like, at first, it wasn't that big of a priority because I'm like, she's not going to sleep in it, whatever, Very for right. like a few months. So finally, bit the bullet, ordered the crib mattress through Amazon. Last week. Well, no, no, okay. everything's fine. The order went through. Everything was fine. Last week it said, and mind you, I get off of work since I work the morning show. So I'm home. And some days I work from home the second half of my day. So I'll literally be home starting at 9 a.m. And there was a message that said attempted to deliver <gasps> at 1030 and couldn't reach anyone. You were like, you did not attempt to deliver. And I was like, I've been sitting <laughs> here. at this kitchen table slaving at my computer and I didn't hear a knock. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. Like maybe it was an accident. The next day we get the message on Amazon says could not fit in mailbox. And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like texting Luke and I was like, did we order a 
mattress for a doll. Yeah. Because yeah. what what is yeah. happening? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I finally it got transferred to USPS. So I signed up and I was like, okay, like next fr- like on Friday, this is the time you should deliver it. Like I knew for a fact we would both be home. He was working right. from home that day. Friday comes and goes, no, no mattress. mattress. And I'm like, for the love of all that is holy, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, give me the mattress. And yeah. so I'm like, okay. So then yesterday, Luke is like, hey, like on my lunch break, he was working from home. He's like, I'm just going to stop by the post office and see what's up. So he goes to the post office and is like, hey, like here's the tracking number. Do you Where think? is the mattress? And they were like, I'll try to look it up. And then he's like, wait, what's your home address? He rattles off our home address. He's like, oh, yeah, that big box? Yeah, it's just in the backyard. I don't know why it didn't get loaded on a truck. Bottom line, that doesn't matter. We're not bashing one. All I need you to tell you is about this win is that that crib mattress is in the nursery. (laughs) So is the nursery done? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty much for the most part. I have to do some... You like showed me little, some pictures, and it's yeah. adorable. It's Aww. adorable. I need to yeah. wash a little bit, uh, some more stuff, but other than that. I mean, you are so on it for being a month out. I, I feel like we're not. That stresses me out. Karen, what do you have ready for your child? I mean, nothing. <laughs> I've, like, literally done nothing. Yeah, so. but. <laughs> I know. No, it's, I, just, it's, I, 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 but this is Karen. She flies by the seat of her pants. It's also her but, fourth kid. Yeah, but I think, no, I think that's great. And you know what? Everything else, I always tell people, like, really only, all you really, 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 really need is a car seat. Because they won't let you leave the hospital without a car seat. Yeah. But you other have one than of that, you, you have one like, I don't have it in the car, but we have it. Okay. So you're, like, basically there. You're yeah. good. I remember when – sorry, quick story. I remember when we were pregnant with our first and had the car seat, and, like, you can take it to, like, the like a special place to, like, have them install it yeah. correctly, yada, yada. And they, like, made us feel like basically we were going to, like, be terrible parents because they were like oh, – Look at all of these large objects in your car that could like what? hit the baby if you slammed on the brakes. Like we had like some. What did you have that in there? Like a barbell or no, something? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, like yeah. weird like equipment stuff from Gregory's work. I don't know. He oh. was like doing home health at the time, so we had oh. all this stuff in his car. And then they're like, "And the dog? Do you have like a way to restrain the dog <gasps> if the dog is riding with the baby?" And we're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I remember we got home and Gregory's like, "We got to buy all this stuff. We got to clean off the car completely. <laughs> oh, we got to buy like a, a dog seatbelt thing for the dog so that the baby." Maybe, like, survives this trip home from the hospital and, like, all the other trips that we're going to take. Anyway, it was hilarious. We, like, totally freaked out about it. You don't need to do that. Well, I Everything's going to be fine. I already, like, told Luke, I'm like, yeah, we have to go by the fire department. He's like, why? I was like, I don't know. Isn't that where they, like, do the <laughs> car seat check? Like, I, they, they are helpful. They'll put it in for you if you want them to. See, I just... I don't know. Some, it's are <laughs> difficult. Sometimes it's they nice are, to but I will say this: you um, have them do it, and then learn how to do it because you will put those stupid car seats like. In every in, car, yeah. I just feel like I mean, you are put like I don't know about you, but I yeah. mean, Brian is constantly moving around car seats in Same. our life. Same. It's almost like he doesn't even think about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, and then you get really good at it, and then you're like, oh, right. look, I can like change out all the car seats right. in like 2.5 seconds. Go you. Go you. Yeah. Um, we're excited for you, Stephanie, well, and we want to have you. you back on post-baby when you're a true anchor, anchor mom. mom. Yeah. We'll have than to an anchor mom to be. And give you an update on how things are going. Uh, wait, I think it real quick, be fine. You, I, I think you've decided on the name, right? No, you're no. not telling, but like you've decided, right? Well, we have like two, but okay, it's like ready. leaning yeah. towards one, so... Yeah. But okay. Are yeah. you waiting until you see her? Yeah. Are you getting anything like monogrammed or anything? I haven't yet. I, I don't want to do that, bite that bullet yeah. yet until I'm 100% sure what the name yeah. is. Well, just I, wait till you meet yeah. the baby. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what we did. I mean, the social security people had to come back like two days in a row. I tell people sure that story after like, you tell me that. Like, no, I don't, we don't know. Just go. So we had it written on the board. The nurse says, well, like, well, what do you think it's going to be? We were like, it's these three options. 
And they were like, okay, so that, you know, they, like, have your name up there and then, like, baby river, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? We we were talking to friends two weekends ago, and they said that they named their baby, and they were calling her that for, like, the entire first day. And then, then, like, like, it came down to actually sounding it, and they're like, wait, we don't don't like that name. And they were like, they had to, like, redo it. They were like, so it's fine. It's fine. Like, you'll figure it out. I was like, okay. Oh, we never know until we're, like, about to check out. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fine. You fine. Take your, it's a permanent thing. But it's that's like people ask you that so much. A it's lot. like the number one question. And I'm like, I will yeah. let you know. Yeah, eventually when, when we have the baby and send out our little yay, the baby was born at this weight. Here's the baby's name. Then you will know. Correct. Check We're Facebook. excited for you. Um, you're gonna be an awesome mom and an awesome anchor mom. So well, thank you. Thanks for uh, coming on and giving us your yeah. opinion. And all yeah. you listeners and viewers out there, get off our back. Steph is on the podcast. Here she is. Okay? Yes. Check it out. Oh, and she doesn't hate dogs. And she doesn't hate dogs. Right. I stand with Steph. Hashtag I stand with Steph. <laughs> we stand with you, Stephanie. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Stephanie Samastasi, I didn't know she was such a cheerleading aficionado. She's did big. you? I, d- I actually kind of did know that, really? and I was kind of hoping it wouldn't come up, so I wouldn't oh. have to admit that I'm not <laughs> I kept trying. To, I kept trying to make eyes at you. I like, know, and I was uh-oh. ignoring you, and then you just like outed me that I wasn't a big cheerleading But we love you, Stephanie. We, we love still you. love you, even if Karen still likes you, even if you mm-hmm. like cheerleading. It's mm-hmm. okay. Um, listen, you should, um, if you're listening to this, you should follow us on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, Rate us, review you us. subscribe. Mm-hmm. And you should. Um, do all the things. You should do that for Steph, too. Go follow her yes. on Instagram and Facebook. And she's really that. funny on social. I mean, she's really funny in real life, but she's also really funny on social yeah. media. I yeah. Think. Check yeah. her out. And uh, thank you for listening. We will we'll talk to you next week. Have a good, good one. <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> Okay. Matthew, cut it before I say stumble over. Have a good one. Ankle Moms, the The podcast. Thanks for listening.